I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... uh, Aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by Uh, Here's his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a full-length movie. on a lark and peeing in the park. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. That's the duh of Francais, not the duh of dumbass. But never mind that. Don't follow me now. Follow me later. I mean, for right now. Ah, let's watch a full-length movie on you. Oh, the beautiful, beautiful uh, music from Carl. Welcome to Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and co-host Carl Not Spiegelman. Carl Not Spiegelman is not here this week, so I have a special co-host who's on the phone calling live from beautifully uh, timid Los Angeles, uh, Adam Not Not Spiegelman. Adam Spiegelman. Hi, Adam. Hey, Mike. Can you hear me okay? Uh, a little faint, a little faint. We are doing this show live here at MutinyRadio.fm. We do this every Sunday, uh-huh. 2 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. It is July 8th right now, and uh, we're just doing the mic test live. So go ahead, keep talking. Let's see if we'll get you yeah, up to speed. Show, mic test live with Mike Spiegelman. The mic test with Mike Spiegelman. How's that? That test better? No. Mike. All right, I think uh, we got we got it good. So, and if there's a drone in the background for our two-hour podcast, it's not the first time. And if you'd like to join us, uh, we are available on iTunes and your favorite uh, podcast bullshit at L W A F L M O Y T. Those are our initials at our Twitter account, as well as our YouTube account. So, we are going to watch a full-length movie on YouTube, and I'm very excited to have yes, my brother, yes, the host of Proudly Resents one of the first uh, cult movie podcasts to uh, ever exist. Am I wrong? Uh, yeah, I was just writing that the other day in a press release to get um, guests for a movie. I was like, one of the first, I was trying to find ways to distinguish ourselves and make it sound better. It was but you, yeah, IMDb was Monthly. It was before, how do they make movie, or why do they make this movie? Oh, right. Weeks, weeks before. It was weeks before Flophouse. Yeah, it was. It's funny. It's a oh, flop house. Yeah, you know, um, Bob Powers. Uh, you know him very well. He's a friend of mine. He was on the show, and he said, "Oh, these guys in in Brooklyn have a show called uh, 
flop house, I can hook you up with them. And I was like, eh, that's nah, okay. <laughs> but then um, I didn't know, you know, I thought it was some guys in the living room, which they were. And same with, um, there's a show called We Hate Movies. We really Hate Movies, really yeah. We Hate Movies has been doing for a while. The host reached out to me early on, and we became friends. We went to the same college, but he's 12 years younger than me, I think. But it's so funny, their show is huge now, and um, I'm happy for everybody. Oh, absolutely. There's always a space for it, and uh, if it wasn't for you guys, I wouldn't be doing this as well. So uh, check out ProudlyResents.com for Adam's stuff. And I was actually searching through all your movies, because originally I wanted to do a movie that you had seen, so we could just do a quick shortcut, and I had picked Gleaming the Cube, uh, which I watched and I really enjoyed, and I remember... uh, your podcast on that so it was, it was very good and check out Adam's uh, site for actual interviews with real movie stars and uh, cult directors uh, it's well worth it so we are going to watch a movie Adam do you know the movie do you remember what, I, what we're doing what's the movie today Ed? the movie is I know, the, I know what it is I'm just going to screw around Rent a Cop yeah uh, God bless it Rent a Cop so go ahead and type in Lights uh, Bert Reynolds. Oh, I have to pay for it. No, there's another version. I saw one that was hosted by like Mr. Eighties. What's that again? What's his name? Mr. Like Eighties, uh, but I don't see it now when I type in Rent a Cop in YouTube. So why don't we go ahead and just pick the first one? Uh, Kevin Heska uh has it. So let me uh, just go ahead and click the link and then hit pause. And uh, if this version sucks, we'll just find another version. Because the other version I had was on Mr. 80's buff. So. I hit pause. We're on zero zero. The zero. blue line is going back and forth. Yeah. So hopefully this the is top like. The line's almost done. Should I go right to the MC? All right. All right. So uh, we're going to have. Uh, Paul Brumbaugh is here in the studio from the podcast Edge of Insanity, also on Mutiny Radio, right before me on the live feed. Paul, why don't you give us the countdown? And when you say go, Adam, myself, and our audience, both of you will press play. So. All right, that sounds good. Uh, good to hear you, Adam. Here we go. In three, two, wait, 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 one, go. He's playing, but we've got great comedians. And first up today. Whole bunch of blue lines going every which show. way. Kings Road already. All right, I think I finally got the sound right. Wait a minute, I don't think this is the movie. Raymond Wagner? Yeah, no, you know what? Let's go back. Wow. If you guys are watching a Jerry London film, you messed up oh, like no, we no. did. no, no. We want Jerry London. That was, that was a Jerry London oh. film. Oh, wait. Can we start over? All right. Oh, here yeah. we go again. You know, I'm sorry. I'm a little premature on that, guys. Okay. Hold on one second, guys. Uh, all right. Yeah, so you heard about your being premature. It's part of my MO. Oh, uh, yeah. And I was also able to kill... We still have the buzzing noise, but I was able to kill the other audio. Good. Yeah, the buzz is from the phone. Too bad we didn't have a little bit better connection. I just think it's... Well, whatever's calling in. Explain why we're not. Oh, go ahead. Let's go to three, two, one. But we can hear you. All right, here we go. In three, two, one, go. There goes the blue lines again. All right, Kings Kings Road. Road. Quality entertainment. What's your favorite Kings Road movie? Mine is definitely Rent the (laughs) Cop. Easily, heads down. 
Jerry London. I took a look at his IMDb. He's just a he's a TV movie director. He did Shogun. He did what? Shogun. Oh, well, there you go. I'm sure he did Shogun before this. Oh yeah, Shogun was 1980. Do so people hear the movie or they just hear us? They hear well. I played the, I played the beginning of the music just to cue everyone, but now they're just hearing us. We're talking over the opening credits of Rent a Cop. James Remar, he's the bad guy. Yeah. He's the killer. Yeah. He's got to be right. Yeah. He's he third billing too. He was so. in. Isn't he the guy? He's in Black Lightning. Did you ever see that show on WB? No, I haven't seen it. Oh, it's good. I heard it's good. Yeah. But it's good. Diane Warwick. Um, Diane Warwick. She plays Dionne Warwick. Now this is Chicago. On Robbie uh, Benson. Bobby ben- Robbie Benson. There you go. That's a name you haven't heard in a while. Yeah, I, I know two movies. I get him mixed up with a movie director that has a similar name. Moss um, Marby. The names of the crew is really fascinating. Jerry Goldsmith <laughs> not fascinating, but... The opening credits is the best part of this movie. Robert Lawrence, you know, you always need a film editor with two first names. Tony Masters. Come on, Tony. Come on. You really gotta... Well, they and, call... Uh, photography by Giuseppe Rattonu. They call this this part of the movie the pre-Bert part. The pre-Bert. pre <laughs> really long pre-Bert. It's yeah. the pre-Bert. We show uh, Chicago and the pre-Bert, and we get Raymond Wagner's name in there, and then we... Damn! It, it is um, leftover footage from uh, Superman. It looks like a guy. <laughs> this is the test they used for Superman in Chicago, which they never shot. Yeah. All right, there's a woman walking around. Oh, it's Liza. Oh, That's no Liza. woman. Liza M. She, uh... Liza with an L. So you could tell right off the bat she's a streetwalker. Is that James Remar? No, that's a guy we know. Oh, I love that guy. He's from Henry Portisillo, killer. Oh, that's right. Uh, that's uh, uh, Michael Booker. Michael Rooker. Rooker, yeah. Rooker. He always right? has something in his yeah, mouth. Rooker. Yeah. He's in the Guardian movies. What room is that? That's room 333. What's the, what's the powder out of the bag? It's a lot of talc. Oh, it's baby powder. They have kids, and you know how much you need baby powder. <laughs> oh, yeah, you got to pump that stuff. You can see the diaper bag. <laughs> Look at all that powder. Wow, you're right. Are they always cut it the top? I always feel bad. Like, why do they always cut the top and then they test it? It's like now you can't sell that one. It's got to be in the clearance aisle now. Well, what do you think? Well, what do we? We should throw it away. Yeah. I'll tell you what, guys. I'll hold on to this broken bag. <laughs> I don't know how this bag got broken. Wait, I don't know if this is coke. Let me smell some more of this stuff. So we want to sell you coke. Okay, let's go meet to sell coke. Wait, wait, let me taste it. It might not be Coke. Well, what the fuck are you guys were talking about? Oh, here she goes. Oh, look at this. She's a hooker talking to the... Uh, is she really a hooker? Bed, I'll tell you what happens to oh, you know, looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> She's a hooker with a heart of gold. She's a rent hooker rent hooker Oh, that's really... Yeah. rent lady Is Burt Reynolds as well? What's that? He's in, Burt Reynolds is in Cop, Cop and a Half and... Oh, Rooker's going down. He's getting killed by this. Mysterious. He's in an alleyway. It's Chicago. Yeah. yeah. Aren't you suspicious? Yeah, this movie, like, it's such a great high-concept title. You know exactly what the movie's going to be about. Without, You don't need a plot summary at all. But it's also so generic that it really sounds like other Burt Reynolds movies. I mentioned the movie to you, and you really did think it was Cop and a Half. Yeah, right. He made so many of the same films over and over again. Burt looks good, though. 
Yeah, well, he's, he puts a baseball hat on immediately, so I guess the toupee was in the wash after this week. Yeah, he looks like Tom Selleck in Blue Bloods. Yeah, not by mistake. <laughs> which one, which, I wonder which one of these films he remembers or regrets. This well, this one was notoriously bad. He got uh, Nazi win. I think he won the, the Razzie. Uh, she was nominated for a Razzie as well for worst actress, and uh, he he said that like, this is the worst movie he's made. She said it's the worst movie she made according to IMDb. She hasn't made that many movies. I mean, she made a lot of good ones, but. Well, I think she's terrific in Arrested Development. I haven't seen the new season, but season four, she's so funny in it. I don't think anyone else has seen the season. I think they're. Done. Here's James Remar, so someone's gonna die. Well, quietly, he's got a giant silencer. But it's funny, we know him as always the bad guy, like 48 Hours and right. any any shitty movie. But my wife knows him from um, Sex in the City, so when we saw him in Black Lightning as the bad guy or as the action guy, she was shocked. She thought he was just like a romantic lead. Oh, was he one of like Samantha's boyfriend? He. Uh, it's funny you guessed Samantha. Yeah, Samantha. Yeah. Why'd you say Samantha? His age? Well, I think he's a big enough star, honestly, that he wouldn't be, like, someone else's. Like, I don't know. Which one's Samantha? Oh, wait, I know who Samantha is. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That's one. Well, one thing I do like about this film, it was it released in 1987, so everything's very vintage in this movie. And uh, according to IMDb, it was shot in Italy, even though it has uh, Chicago exteriors. So this hotel room could be anywhere watching a movie that took place in um, oh I know this is a bad TV show I don't even admit I watched but they shot it in Canada Debrassi High oh yeah my favorite is Rumble in the Bronx that was shot in Toronto oh that was a good one the mountains yeah mountains of Bronx yeah Yeah. alright so she's in the uh, do we have to describe what's going on in the movie or people are watching it that's the idea Uh, yeah they're watching along with us it's one long sustained joke that we talk over the whole movie Carl actually does watch the movie beforehand and uh, gets information from using the internet. But uh, I these are films that I we read about, you know, like in, in cult movie books, and now it's on YouTube. So the idea would be uh, we would uh, just watch them on YouTube, and then as a one long painful joke, we would talk over it. And have dead air spaces. Well, listen, what are you going to do? It's the old... Either, if you're doing a drug ice and you see a guy watch, looking at his watch, you know something is up. If, he, was, if you know. he isn't looking at his watch more than 15 times a second, then something's up. Yeah, yeah. What are you waiting for, dick? What's going to happen? Yeah. Or if they're looking nowadays, if they're looking at their phone. I don't think anyone has what a watch like his. Is he having sex with Eddie Deason? <laughs> he's sucking it to the bed. He, yeah, not only does he, have, he doesn't even have a boner. He's, he has like anti-boner. He's actually, oh no, he does have a boner. Look. Yep. How can you tell? There's a lump there. Oh. I didn't look at it, Mike. Okay, they're going to pick the know. wrong room and swat the wrong room. Boom. 80s explosion. No, no, he got the drug dealer. He has a teddy bear, the trick. <laughs> oh my God. Why does he have to have glasses and look slightly Jewish? The oh. nerdy guy. Why can't he be like an Asian guy with a teddy bear why does right. it have to be a Jewish guy yeah it's 1987 why can't it be a Japanese tourist with a camera you still need to do that yeah uh oh what's going on oh this this is um, not a cop this person in the helmet 
It's like <laughs> a Terminator. Gun massacre. He's gonna pull it off. Oh, he's evil guy. He he oh, was it's, um, James Remar, whatever. James uh, Remar did not shoot any of the bags of coke. He shot everybody else in the room, but the coke was <laughs> no bullet. No bullet. No bullet holes in the money. See, that's how you get it. You get both. He didn't take. He didn't take the um, scale. He should have taken that. <laughs> he should have licked the uh, plate of glass before leaving. Yeah, you know it's real. Yeah, I'm with you. Wait, why is it? Uh-oh. Oh, he, oh. Oh my God! He shot the, the Jewish kid. It's not fair. Okay, Bert's gonna take a shot. Don't take the shot, Bert. Don't do it. You're not gonna make it. Bert hasn't Bert. been drinking today, so it's he, gonna be a clean shot. He might kill that shawl that, she, that uh, rabbit she's carrying. Oh my God. <laughs> Boom. There's no consequences in these fighting, uh, shooting. It's always fatal. You know, it's always like, ah. And it's whoever's in the room. See, those guys just happen to be in the lobby, and this guy comes in and shoots them. But they can't hear it because it got a, a muffler on it. Silencer. He bought that gun just for hunting. Yeah, he doesn't want the deer to hear it. Uh, Bernie Casey. Look at the gunshots. They're so high up. Like, how tall do they think Burton Reynolds is? <laughs> well, they all missed, so they shot at, like, everything but him. Yeah, yeah, but if you shoot a little bit lower, you'll yeah. definitely hit something. He's actually a normal height, right? As if to say that they don't hide the fact that like he's... Like a Hollywood cool. actor that's short? No, yeah. yeah he's like probably... In, uh, yeah. Not now. He's very... He's very uh, who's this guy? Have you seen him before? Uh, the guy with the hat? He looks a little like Jack Warden. But he's not, obviously. I was surprised to see Carl Malden in Gleaming the Cube. It took me a couple seconds. I said, no, that can't be Carl Malden. And I'm like, who else fucking looks like Carl Malden? He has mortgage just like the rest of us. Maybe he likes to skateboard. The they already took him off the case already. <laughs> okay, you're back on. Wait for it. You're, you're off on. the case. Again. Usually a half hour in, you got to do something crazy. This has take his badge and a gun in two seconds. He has two police chiefs storming around the office. Listen, we can't have you in a case with two ready police chiefs. <laughs> I'm good cop, and I'm also good cop. Too many cops. <laughs> <laughs> we agreed you were going to be bad cop. Oh, not this week. It's too much. It's too much on me. I can't go home after being bad cop. I carry too much baggage. Oh, in this Me Too environment. Just want to blame Me Too. Oh, yeah. Bad lieutenant cop. Wow, he's really in that guy's face. So let's uh, hear, the, hear what's going on. Hey. Your history in this department. Fine, I'm out of here. Good cop. Rug cop. Take it. Yeah, he threw his badge at him. Don't spend that money, dog. You gave him his gun back. Now, take my gun, too. Don't throw the gun, dick. (laughs) 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 If nothing you learned as a cop, take my hand grenade, too. No, no, no. (laughs) Take all my hand grenades. Don't keep the pin, you son of a bitch. (laughs) I'll keep this pin as a memento, you son of a bitch. No, no. Catch, motherfucker. Uh, log hallway walk out of the police office. 
I didn't realize that we had so many hallways in this office. <laughs> huh. Now he's going to become a rent-a-cop. Now that he's an ex-cop. Uh, I'm a valet. <laughs> I'm an active valet. I was a cop. Car, are you looking? Uh, when is there going to be an Uber cop show? You know how there are. This is a Uber one. cop. Like, yeah. Uh, this, they talk about this in the flop house. Um, cop, not a cop. I guess they talk about it for film, but it's all over TV. What's the like idea? Castle is a writer, but he's not a cop. And then the woman he's partnered with is a cop, or Lucifer. You know, the not a cop. cop, not a cop. Oh, I love those films. Well, Sorry, those are TV shows. I can't think of a film, but. Well, he's not a uh, cop, and she's a prostitute. So it's like cop and hooker. Or not a cop, because he's not a cop anymore. So it's yeah. not a cop, not a cop. Not a cop, not a cop. Or prostitute, not a prostitute. We don't know where this movie's going to go. Well, I think by this point it's prostitute, prostitute, if both of them agreed to be in this film. Uh, hi, we're calling for Burt Reynolds? Yeah, I'll take the role. Oh, I'm sorry, sir. I was just calling to say your dry cleaning is available. Okay. Uh, do you mind getting off the line? You know how you get phone calls on your cell phone? For like, I get like health insurance all the time. And it's like a recording, and you think it's a local number, but it's not. Yeah. You think that's how Burton Reynolds got his role? <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, oh, 415, this must be my cousin. And then next thing you know, they're offering him a role. He's like, oh, I guess so. Next thing you know, he's on the set. What happened? Yeah. You answered the call. So they just drugged Liza and threw her in the backseat. They didn't drug her. He they stabbed her with a, with a knife. I thought it was a hyperdynamic knife or something. No, that was a real knife, too. So, wow, pole. that's. Well, I don't want to see her get stabbed. That's gross. So you haven't Probably rushed out and seen Arrested Development Part 5, Season 5? Just can't get yourself to do it? Have you seen? No. Just not that interested in anyway, but also after that press conference. Yeah, after the press conference. Like, them. Yeah. I, I really liked 4. I haven't seen the remix, but, you know, it's just a heavy cloud to, to watch. Yeah, he made her that cry. My friend Joey Schlamman, she produced the, the recut and produced the fifth season. Oh, she did? Well, give it up for her yeah. because it sounds really good. I mean, it sounded like an interesting premise because I wouldn't mind rewatching it again and just seeing how they would... Because what yeah, was fun... kept her employed for almost a year. Well, it was funny because he was like, I'm going to do Netflix and because Netflix is all the episodes, you don't have to watch it in order. You could watch it, you could pick an episode and that, and it could be any time. No one does that, really. No one does that and no one watches it anyway. It automatically plays the next one in succession anyhow, so it defeats it. Oh my God, I was up in the middle of the night my Melissa and the kids my wife and kids are gone so I've been watching Netflix uh-huh. I finished uh, I'm dying up here on Showtime oh yes with our friend Al Magical yeah with your friend Al Magical yes Al uh, Magical is it a good show or is it just like fucking blanking it Al had a bit about wanting to be the fifth lead on um a cop show where he's the guy on the computer so only has to work once a week <laughs> he, he achieved that on this show oh that's very telling good for him a meta joke he gets to deliver the meta joke uh, what else have you been watching on Netflix guy, he was just in um, oh I just watched uh, I watched a lot of TV now yeah I never don't don't think twice oh I don't want to watch that again either why, why are you making me relive this stuff it's all shop talk right all right, let me go watch it. That was like it felt real. I'm watching Berlin Alexander Plots, the 18-hour uh, Russian uh, German film uh, based on the novel 
Really now, I was in her plots. Oh, I'm on chapter four. I'm on, I'm on like hour six. And it was a it's a movie in thirteen parts and epilogue, and it just seems like it's so present, uh, or whatever the word I'm trying to think. The 1985, this was released, and this would be perfect for Netflix right now. Uh, they're casually drinking, you could tell because one the way they're looking at each other at the bar and it's how he's relaxing over that drink. With those mustaches in the bar and everything? Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, let's get here. Let's call a cab. Is this the scumbag that he used to know when he was on the force? Yeah. Oh, so maybe he's saying, hey, you know what? A scumbags we gotta keep together. So why don't you join my ex-cop rent-a-cop service? It's easy. You carry a flashlight. You get a new uh, jersey. You look intimidating on the bus until people recognize that you're a security guy and then they they actually look down on you. Yeah, it's great. Oh, this is Burt Reynolds now. <laughs> Burt Reynolds rides the bus. Now, what season is this? Is it spring? Is it summer? This uh, Christmas season, uh, it is actually, it looks like the holiday season. I'm going to go with holiday season. It's, oh, so there's Santa. Is that Bert uh, Claus? It is. It's Santa Reynolds. Santa Bert. Do you think at any point, oh, here's my prostitute joke that I wrote for this movie. Uh, if someone ever asks you what, how much for a blowjob, say, hey, I'm not going to answer that. That's a trick question. It's a trick question. That's what tricks have. A trick is a pro, as a John. Ah, uh, that was very funny. Now I get it. I thought of another joke. Uh, I was playing with my dolls, and uh, no one was in the house, so I said, "Well, I wonder if what happened if I stick this Barbie doll on my ass." I said, "Well, no one's here, so yeah, all right, I'm gonna go stick this Barbie doll on my ass." So I stuck this Barbie doll on my ass, and then I realized G.I. Joe was there. That's the tagline. Gia Joe is here. It's there. All right. Well, that one's kind of flopped. No, now I know, and you know, knowing half the battle. See <laughs> through that joke is the other half. How does she not? How does she recognize him with the Santa beard on? Oh, because he probably smells of alcohol. I don't know. It's <laughs> his entourage. Well, alone. You mean Bud Light? Yeah. Yeah. He followed Jerry Reed. Jerry Reed, what are you doing in this department store? I'm here with Bert. Cosmetics. This movie needs Dom DeLuise desperately. Do you think he turns to Liza and he goes, uh, uh, oh God, who's his wife? Remember uh, from WKRP? Uh, Anderson. Yeah, he calls her Lonnie. He calls Liza Lonnie. Cut. Her name's Liza, not Lonnie. Take it again. Oh, that's funny. Don't hit her. She's not your wife. I don't have any alimony payment this week. What is going on? There's a lot going on. He's a fake! He's a fake! He's a fake! The kid's calling out the fake Santa Claus in the mall. You don't even believe me, you Santa Claus! I just didn't know that he's a cop. What do you think this is? Hot ham stitching? Well, a lot of Jewish humor at the Christmas shopping. What do you think this is? Handmade stitching? Alright, Santa Claus has a knife. He has a gun. The 80s movie. He's just gonna put the gun back in his pocket. One of the movies I was looking for to watch with you was one of our favorite movies, More American Graffiti. 
yeah. We saw that with our great with our Aunt Ruth, great Aunt Ruth. And the way I remember it, Ad, is that during the topless scene, she put her hands over your eyes. No way. How do you what recall? Was next to her? It was like a stripper scene. We were like five and eight. Yeah. She put her hands over your eyes or my eyes? I thought it was your eyes. I think I saw it because it kind of changed my life. But that's a <laughs> gag I do all the time. We covered last 40 or so years. What's the gag? Uh, I'll put my hands over someone's eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I rewatched that. That's a classic. That's a classic. So we were seeing it, and one scene had a uh, stripper who was topless, and then my Aunt Ruth covered my brother's eyes, and he was about five, and I was about eight. Uh, Can you imagine this is the embarrassment? Like, I don't know, have you done that mistake with your daughter yet? Oh, absolutely, all the time. I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was watching The Hangover Part 3. And you she no idea. She walked in at the end where it's revealed that uh, Ed Helms got uh, has breasts, is topless, is running around. So that was oh, what no. she, that's what she saw. And there was like it was pretty innocuous, and I was very good in like hiding the film, but she just popped up. So right now the world knows. The world knows that's that story, but yeah, other than that, I've been pretty good about it. Usually wait till she's asleep or going to the other room. We watched a um, a kid show that wasn't appropriate really for Rose, because he was like two and I'm, and like was horse. I don't know. There was da- these girls were in danger, and um, we watched. It was me, Rose, and mom, and uh, <laughs> and Rose like Rose like I want to watch the next one, and I look at her face and she was crying. She was so scared. Oh no. Yeah, I know. It's heartbreaking. But you wanted to keep watching. Oh, that's cool. Oh, I did not. Well, it's funny. Uh, uh, my daughter saw the movie Caroline at uh, like a, a camp or after-school program, and I, that movie was kind of creepy. I said, "What do you think?" She was, "It was boring." So. It was boring. <laughs> that was one of the drawbacks. Well, I said, uh, "Oh, so the Bears? He's he obviously is from Chicago." Yeah, yeah. He has a hand-stitched sweater that says the bears with the bears color. I don't think you see sweaters like that anymore. Oh, that's a that's a mink coat, Mike. That's not a sweater. Oh yeah, Liza Liza's walking up the world's famous Chicago tra- elevated trains. Um, Is so that this, what L stands for? Elevated. Yeah. You thought it's so stiff for the the train? So it's, um, Oh my God, it's so hot in my house right now. How hot is it in Los Angeles? So hot, I just reported myself to ice. <laughs> so hot. Oh boy, that sure sounds hot. It is hot. They have a cramps food leg where he says, uh, Lux says, boy, it sure is hot as Chicago tonight. It's so hot I saw outside a dog chase a cat and they were both walking. That's, that's one of his sticks. God, they just casually point out guns. She just drew a gun on a, a guy on the train platform. See, See, in the first scene, if they all had guns, all those drug dealers, right. oh, they probably did. Never mind. They had a pocket. Remember, they got caught off guard by the way the bullet shoots them in slow motion, and they go, what? And it, Yeah, he hit everyone's top of everyone's head. He shoots real high. 
He's got to put his <laughs> He worked for Bugs Bunny. So. Yeah? Yeah, that's why it was bullets all over the place. The young cop doing stakeout, pours coffee. See it, rookie cop. Rookie cop. Robbie Benson. Oh, Robbie Benson is rookie cop. God, yeah, he's had, he was in like two things, right? He was Ice Castles and... Uh, I get him mixed up with the director of... Uh, the, oh, shit. He directs now. Oh, he does? Well, maybe that's the reason. This is probably why you saw Robbie Benson film. Yeah. Well, this was 87. Do you think this was his last film as an actor? Uh, and his best. <laughs> Wait, what are they staking out? Her? Yeah, I guess so. Is she sneaking out here in Chicago? No, he just said, what the hell is she doing here? Oh. Well, let's take a Wonder if she's any good. It's not a woke film. A woke film? Well, it's just like he's, a, he's objectifying this prostitute. Oh no, she's. A, I think it's just a matter of fact that she's a prostitute. I mean, we we saw her with one John, and that guy was pretty harmless, and he got shot. People get shot, and then no one follows up on it. So they're watching Burt Reynolds' apartment. Yeah. He's a calendar on the wall. I wonder what year it's, that calendar says. He's got a video case about the TV set. Oh, and this is where they, on the TV, they show a better movie on it. <laughs> you could be watching this. It's always a director's choice. You never turn on the TV and see whatever fucking movie Bert's watching right now, the black and white film. You know, it's just that the director likes that film and he's going to throw it in as a wink or they have it at the library for cheap. They're always watching when they watch cartoons. It's always like public domain cartoons. Yeah. You know, like in 48 hours. Like, why is he watching cartoons from 1934? <laughs> That's what they did in the 80s in San Francisco, flop houses. Or they would have like the cartoon would be like an exaggerated take. So it would be a very minimal like back and forth of two characters that goes ad nauseum. And people are just, the characters themselves are staring at the TV. The Samurai, uh, uh, that Jim Jarmusch movie. I'm sorry, I can't remember any movies today. Huh, it is just a movie podcast. Uh, Jaws 2? Jaws 2? Yeah. Psycho 3? Is that Jim Jarmusch? Yeah, it was Jim Jarmusch. It was, uh, Warrior, like, Samurai Dog, something of the Warrior. Samurai Dog. Yeah. So the one of the characters, the, the gangsters, would always watch these kind of exaggerated cartoons, hiding hiding cartoons that were original stuff, but very minimal and, and repetitive. It goes on a loop. You know what movie Bert was watching just now? What? It's a wonderful life. Public domain. And it's Christmas, so there you go. I wonder if this oh, movie yeah, was right. released during Christmas too. That was just oh no, they were planning to according to IMDb, and then it got pushed back. What, Burt Reynolds runs the cop? Yeah. It was going to be a Christmas relief. Oh, look, there's Burt, young Burt from the 60s on the wall. Football Burt. North Dallas 40 Burt. The longest yard Burt. Look at you in a better movie. <laughs> I was in better movies, too. Hell. Yo, that would be more interesting to go to Eliza's house and see her family photos on the wall. Yeah. yeah. Well, that was my dad. He was a movie director. That was my mom. She was a movie star. 
That's me and Carrie Fisher. That's me and Carrie Fisher. I also love her style. She still dresses the same. <laughs> Is that her singing around the her room? So I, I take it this is some kind of comic comedic take on his place. Uh oh, but there's people watching at on the lookout. He's a pretty nice apartment. I would like hanging out there. Oh hello. <laughs> he doesn't have any money. Would you like to sleep with me? That's a trick question. <laughs> what? Oh. He may he packed his own lunch. This movie was so long. Bert, put the sandwich God. away. Fuck no. She brought gonna... deli. She's a hooker with a heart of gold and a bag of pastrami. <laughs> <laughs> Well, a man is, he's trying to get her through his stomach. How dare you say I'm a pimp? Yeah, so is he going to protect her? Is that what they're talking about? Yeah, it's Red the Cop. I don't, I don't get that. If he's from Chicago, why is he eating a fucking sandwich and popcorn? Where's the fucking pizza? Hey, where's the pizza? Oh, I think that's maybe there's pizza on the couch. Like a pizza box. Damn Yankees. Flower drum song. Wish you were here. Pajama game. Flower drum song? You're right. I wasn't in flower drum song. But I did a lot of stock. I used to be a dancer, church. What do I say? Backstory. You know, I, I used to not be a prostitute. I used to blank. Huh. And then at the end, she has the opportunity to blank again. I'm scared. Do you think she opens a dance club at the end? Oh, it's, yeah, so she would want to do. Yeah. Why does he want to take the job? I don't get that. I don't get it. Well, they know each other right. from the original. There was an original shootout with Remar where... Bert gets fired and she's traumatized and now they're teaming up. Cause Isn't that the plot? Isn't that what we're watching? I'm just repeating the plot. Oh. Catching everyone up? Yeah. So if you guys have been falling asleep like me and Adam, uh, that's what's <laughs> happening so far. What is it? You've got a poncho. This is the famous Chicago Italian country neighborhood. Yeah. Oh, boy. G.I. Joe was there. That was the tagline. So I stuck a doll up my ass. G.I. Joe was there. And I thought no one was watching, but G.I. Joe was there. Yeah. He sure likes the bears. He's got a baseball hat, sweater. Cops are drinking booze and the liquor in the the stakeout car. 
why are they sticking them out? Well, I, I think it's like she's a connection and that she went in there. No, they were sticking them out before. Maybe they're crooked cops. How do they know that she was going to go there? I don't know. This is confusing Bobby. Robbie, he's out of there. I'm laughing because I'm watching this movie finally. I think I avoided this movie for long. Like, I've watched a lot of Burt Reynolds movies, but there's a certain point where you're just like, no. He does. He's done a lot of, like, straight-to-video stuff. Oh, they're accusing him of the crime. I think I got three years to retirement. Look, Churchy, why is it most of shorts? Hey, I mean your shorts, okay? I thought you like me tomorrow. I do. I like my wife and kids more. So do I. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a minute, that's not my point. You took my point away. Yeah. Bring me back my kid. So grimy and out, out there. Don't do it, Pitch. Come on, Pitch. <laughs> what? Is he old enough to drink? He's what no. behind the ears. How do we know we're in Chicago? Well, can hey, we pass by the Chicago Tribune great. building? And there was Ebert putting his thumb down outside. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's so bad. I already knew this was bad. <laughs> Gene, Gene Siskel is also there. I agree, Roger. Roger, this time I agreed. Fucker, I don't even know her. Oh, come on, Andrew, you're too close. Oh, they're going to trail. Maybe they really are in Chicago right now. They have that grimy look outside the window. Uh oh. Well, there's going to be a car chase that's coming up, and to set things up, uh, Liza just broke her car door so she can't get out. Well, she broke the window, not the door handle. I wonder what kind of music. Let's hear the music on this chase. Hey, we're going one way. <laughs> well, didn't you see the arrows? Arrows? I didn't even see the Indian. That's a classic yeah, joke. Ventriloquist. Whoa, strategically placed garbage. That was really cool to watch. Uh-oh, truck's backing up. Truck. They wrote fuck you on the truck just as to say, hey audience, here comes the truck. Fuck this. <laughs> fuck you. Okay, oh. Oh, they get, they passed them. Oh, well, they're going back to the hotel. I mean, yeah, they'll nice. just be there anyway. Yeah. We don't really need to follow them. They're next to, the hotel's next to the old pornography store, the Blackstone. Hundreds of pornography, right? Two floors. Oh no, it's Susan something. God, I love Burt Reynolds. This part? Italy was the, the country where they shot oh, most Italy? of it. Yeah. Any reason? Just cheaper. Maybe just tax reasons, production reasons. Convinced. That was the reason. That's why they did the films. They got to be in Italy. Oh, that's that's part of it. I'm sure that's why our uh, director friend did it. Yeah. Jerry London. He's like, Jerry, Italy. Fuck yeah. Jerry, six weeks in Italy. He changed his name. 
Oh, tell me if this movie bored. Tell me if I bored you. It's Christmas. There's oh Christmas God. trees. They're back in the hotel. Hello, sir. Mr. and Mrs. Smith, please. Hey, is the other guy here? Uh, no, he was shot dead. I'd like to get a room for me and my not-prostitute wife. Uh, they just casually show guns. Well, wow, in yeah, this guy's traumatized. His buddy was shot. In American, more American graffiti, there was a scene, because I rewatched the movie, where in 1960s San Francisco in some kind of strip club bar where she stripped, uh, she puts her boa snake that she uses for her strip act on this guy, and the guy freaks out, throws the snake on the ground, pulls his gun out, and shoots three or four shots into the snake. And then, you know, puts the gun back into his pocket and sits down and finishes his drink, and everyone finishes their drink. And I'm like, where the hell do you shoot three rounds in a bar and people go back to drink? You know? I don't think yeah, any... men were men. Oh, yeah. What the fuck? There was now, three gunshots. snake had a gun, he could have protected himself. He planted this gun on the snake afterwards. The cops came. Yeah. Just forcing her in there. Yeah, he hasn't even paid her yet. Yeah, right. This hotel is brought to you. This movie is so boring. You don't think it's so interestingly it's shot? Chase. It lasted four seconds. <laughs> he already gave his gun and his badge. He's already told he's off the case. I was watching Gleaming the Cube, and it starts off with skateboarding, and then it's like 40 minutes of just a story. I'm like, but you checked me. I want to see some glue, cube gleaming. I know, there's not a lot of glue cleaning. <laughs> glue, glue cleaning, yeah. That's a John Spinner. You think they thought this is brilliant. Look at it, we're going to go back and forth. Oh, yeah, right. They're, they're doing witty repartee inside of a hotel room he forced her in. I read him a story. I gave him a bear. <laughs> and they shot my moon. trick. Right, and they shot him in the dick. They were tricking the dick. Because he was sitting, when the, and he was covered in a blanket. Why did she leave him? Because he asked her about being a prostitute. See, he's like, Roxanne! You don't have to she work... Said, Let me ask you about some of your movies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> were all those movies she mentioned directed by her, her father, Vincent... Uh, uh, he directed a lot of like uh, musicals. Her dad. Yeah. Manelli. Vincent Manelli. Oh, I love those those things in the hotel. The little mail slot. Do you ever use those? On the wall behind Bert. You, uh, if you wanted mail to be delivered, you just put it down that chute, and it goes lands in a pile for the post office to pick it up. It was very important back then. Mail. They had to incorporate it into the hotel. Put a beard on? Yeah. What does that mean? Yeah. Same scary eyes. Yeah. You got some. Yeah. What? Same guy. You saw him with a beard and without a beard. He's been trying to kill you all along. Come on. Bert's all like, he's going to kill you anyway. Let's go in. Uh, this must be Chicago. There's a pizza ad and it says Mid-City on it. This must have been the same car they used in Rent and Cop and a Half. They shot Con Cop and a Half. They put the kid in the passenger seat. 
And then when the kid went to school, Liza showed up, and they put Liza in the passenger seat, and they shot rent the cop. That would make sense. And then same movies at once, same movie. Yeah. One's with a woman, and one's with a broad with a hooker with a heart of gold, and the other one's with a kid. <laughs> yeah, the kid. And then the third one, he puts race car stuff, and he's still race. Oh, here we go. Authentic hot dog, the hot dog stick. Oh, I know a place where we can get some food. And they cut to some shitty hot dog stack. Really? You really know how to treat a girl, huh? <laughs> Hello. Judy Garland would eat hot dogs. Pepsi Cola. You can tell it's Italy because there's an ad for Pepsi Cola. Pepsi Cola. <laughs> Maybe. Hey. <laughs> I came I'm out to make a decision. I, ca I came out to walk my hair. He's a motor mouth, like more so than uh, laconic Bert. Church, is that the hooker from the Blanford job? Ex hooker. Yeah. Well, you wor you working on that? Sort of. Yeah. You find out anything? Wow, it's good. it's great rhythm chemistry they got. So what do you got, Bert? stuff well you can tell me okay alright I gotta go alright love to your family hey love to your mother <laughs> tell your mother I left my wallet on her nightstand Good night. yeah she's been wearing that fur coat for like the whole movie it's probably rank by now You know, Peter didn't. This movie's so bad. Even Peter didn't complain about the fur coat. Like whatever. The animal probably deserved it. Wake up, Adam. Oh yeah, sorry. Hey, <laughs> Mike, I'm gonna take a bathroom break. Okay, sounds good. We're gonna. I'll keep going. We are. If you're watching, uh, if, by the way, if you want to take a bathroom break, this is probably the best time because they're just chilling in the car. They move their witty repartee from the hotel room uh, to the car. And this is very uh, a restrained performance for Bert because he was he didn't do it with the prostitute when they were in the car or the hotel room. Yeah. Dancing to movie soundtracks. We're watching a shirtless guy dance to this music. I don't think that's even real instruments. He's got a good view of the city out of his window. Oh, maybe the, that cop is crooked. Oh, it is. I'm it's sorry, but uh, it's just that uh, Alexander's getting nuts about the hooker with church. It's like everything's starting to fall apart here. I'll kill her this time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he, uh, he wants some money back that you took out of the hotel room. Anything happened since I was gone? Yes. Oh, he's in with the killer. That's exactly right. And in fact, the things are going spiraling out of control with the hooker. It's out of control. The hooker. I'll kill her this time. 
that's over. And I actually played that audio, so the uh, our listener just heard the audio and then me do a reta- make of it. I love how that's a high quality video cassette he's looking at. It's pre wrapped, pre sealed. Retails for eighty nine ninety five. That's not a knife. <laughs> Don't shoot me, I'm a cop. Don't. Uh, it's blank. Oh boy. Oh boy. I'll kill you like I shaved all the hair off my chest. Yeah, right. It's a good job. When you get asked for Remar, you get Remar. Yeah, you want Remar, you get Remar. This ain't Second City Remar. Well, do you think he was? We should find out if you do know James Remar from Sex and the City. We want to ask you a question about his chest. Was there any hair in the shirtless scenes? Because in this movie, he's oh, he's, he's crazy. Always, this guy's crazy. He's got a gun in his temple. I was just no. kidding with myself. Wow, it went a lot short of film if he actually killed himself. <laughs> this film would be a lot. It would be probably well known. People would recognize this film from Cop and a Half. Oh, it's the cop oh, movie where he did. Big shootout, dude. No, well, it's like the Jay Leno movie uh, where he's a cop with Pat Lee, Pat Morita. Which you have on your show. You did an episode on. Uh, uh, what the fuck, Samurai? Course. Yeah, Collision Course. One of his former writers, yeah. But he, um... oh, they they, they killed the, the main bad guy, and then the movie still has another ten minutes. It's like, you know, it always they kill the main bad guy, and then the ambulance shows up, and right. the next shot they're all in blankets, and they, they keep going, and the camera pans out. Instead, they just had another twenty minutes of something. I can think of two other movies. Uh, of course, Pluto Nash had that problem where the the bad guy disappears when the henchman keeps going. Victor, oh, we cover that too, and I interview the henchman, Victor Varnado. Yeah, yeah, it's a great interview that's on that. And I also know of uh, my personally. I went when I went to see the movie The Rock. They kill the bad guy, yet all the henchmen still spend the next twenty minutes trying to kill. And it's like, what's the point? The main guy got killed. Yeah, right, you can't kill, like, the Wicked Witch and then go after the monkeys. Yeah, the 20 minutes of uh, flying monkeys, it's ridiculous. The flying monkeys should bow down, they should get acquiesce, they should say, okay, surrender. I think the police station didn't change the code for the door after the guy got fired. It's one, two, three, four, five. Oh, hello, I'm a prostitute secretary for the police department, nothing to see here. That computer, that's where they wrote that screenplay on that computer. <laughs> you can see the floppy disk. She looks at the screen and it's like Roger Ebert's review. Yeah. I've got an awful lot to do. And I'd hate to keep you waiting. It should be available in an hour. Well, I guess I Give me a teddy bear. I'm ready for action. <laughs> Hold this teddy bear. That was Ted's first movie. I don't know if you knew that, that, that scene. That was his first role. Oh, Ted and Ted? Yeah, Ted from Ted. And Ted 2. Hello. And Ted 3. There's no Ted 3, is there? There's going to be a Ted 3, I bet you. It's going to be a trilogy. And then they'll do a TV show. They won't let it die. What are they eating? It's tinfoil wrapped Chinese leftovers. Maybe it's that's the coffee table is that way. It's a very weird design, but we're gonna put tin on stuff. 
<laughs> Put glass over the tin. Well, she is charming in this movie. Oh boy, yeah. Bert Charmer. There's no one singing on the on the subway platform. <laughs> Too cold. She only had three pictures, and we haven't got through them yet. But James Remaro, how's he? What is he gonna do? Oh, he's, oh, these are all crooked cops. Boom! And then the last one, Steve Buscemi. Oh yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy. <laughs> Why it took so long to show her those pictures? He didn't show her in the... Well, the, when they were there. the suspect's name is Zabrinsky. He stole the three pictures, and then they went and they got to take out. <laughs> That's so right. He has the three pictures in his pocket. He's like, wait till we put the food out, the main course, <laughs> after appetizers, a little salad. It was four hours. They had to go to this fucking Chinese place to get the food. He just did a double take. He just did the <laughs> gag. Dom DeLuise needs to show up and be like, let's <laughs> save the movie. I would, I would even go with Dean Martin just showing up. That would be nice. They were all still uh, alive back then. I would take Jamie Farr at this point. <laughs> Who did you say? Jerry, uh, what's his name? Jerry Reed. Jerry Reed. Oh, how about John Williams? And we need Jackie Gleason. Yeah. And away we go. Have you seen the Smokey and the Bandit sequels? Because they're uniquely awful in their own way. No, but Jerry Reed plays the bandit, right? Uh, I thought, yeah, maybe. Yeah, you're right. I thought the bandit was always well, eventually. The, but wasn't doesn't bandit and CB talk mean cops? Or they're the Smokies? Oh, Smokey. Oh, so know. Smokey is but like by the, the third one. It was it wasn't even Burt Reynolds in it. Right. I'm surprised they put it in the theater. The third one had Jackie Gleason as a star and had uh, a look a Burt blonde haired Burt uh, Reynolds esque look alike. You sure that wasn't Jerry Reed? I gotta look that up. I uh, know I'm positive. It was like it was probably the guy who played the Pink Panther in the Trail of the Pink Panther. You know what I mean? <laughs> Search of the Pink Panther with Ted Hall. Are they gonna play music on the record? Player? How dated was that comment? Sting and record. <laughs> oh, she's dancing to Sting. Yeah. Uh, what's the name of the movie Smokey and the Bandit Smokey and the Bandit Smokey is CB talk for the police and Bandit is the guy who drives Coors beer across state lines part 3 so Smokey and the Bandit 2 the second one's called 2 and the third one's called part 3 right (laughs) well chronologically it's Smokey and the Bandit Smokey and the Bandit part 2 Smokey and the Bandit part 3 and then Smokey and the Bandit 2 yeah, maybe. Are you being serious? Well, they're missing part two. Well, no, because grammatically, if it's Smokey and the Bandit part two, it's part two of Smokey and the Bandit, whereas Smokey and the Bandit two would be something separate. All right, so part three is Big and Little Enos are about to open a seafood restaurant. They bet the sheriff, uh, Buford T. Justice, that he cannot drive from Miami to Enos Ranch in Texas. Give him out of time, and if he loses, he loses his badge. So yeah, he's the star of the movie. That's so crazy. So, it, so is the uh, who plays Jerry Reed? Thank you very much. All right, I, t- I owe you a steak dinner. That was my bad. Paul Williams is in it. Paul Williams plays Lil Enos. Burt Reynolds is a partner. Is he in three? I never thought he was in that. Maybe well, like a flashback or something like that. 
So, can you do me a favor? Can you read the plot synopsis for two? Because it's one of the worst movies. Uh, she just threw some tacks underneath the, the cop's uh, stakeout car. Would she pop their uh, wheels? Yeah, they're going to go, uh, and it's going to pop. There'll be probably three camera angles of the exploding tires. So Burton Reynolds and Sally Fields are in part two? Yeah. The field or field? Uh, Sally Field. When she had a clone in Sally Fields. Adam is reading right. the synopsis for two. The bandit, this is part two, or two. Two. Bandit goes on another cross-country run, transporting an elephant from Florida to Texas. And once again, Sheriff Buford T. Justice is on his tail. You get it? Oh, his elephant tail? So instead of beer, the family-friendly sequel is, a, is an elephant. And there's nothing more exciting if you've seen that Bill Murray movie than watching an elephant go cross-country. Right. What's bigger than what's bigger than beer? What's bigger than beer? Panther? No. Gorilla? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, what is going on? Look at that. That was a he's checking him out. He's yeah, eye fucked. That him. waiter was checking him out. I was trying to yeah. play the music at the right time, the audio at the right time so you could hear some of his dialogue. I'm sure he stole it from the guy from uh it's David Wayans from from uh Camille. Hey, I'm so glad you could see me. Well, that's what friends are for. Uh, it's Diane Warwick on the, on the screen, if you're not. Oh, she's not playing herself. No, she's playing like a prostitute, like a cat house manager or something. Dude, he must be. A crazy. madam. <laughs> Is he wild? Wild? No. No. Is it true, Adam, that when you meet like a madam, you go, <clears throat> Madam, I'm Adam? That's true, I've just said that. <laughs> and then they say, Adam, I'm Madam. And it's just interchangeable. It's very cute. Yeah. Yeah, they kick, then they kick out of the cat house. Oh, I appreciate that. Uh, Do you feel like honored uh, to be part of like the world's famous palindrome? I could do uh, like... That and the Panama Man Plan Canal. Well, and don't forget, Mike E. Kim. Wow, this movie's so bad. We're doing palindrome. We're doing palindrome humor. If you'd like to do palindrome well, humor, can I just be honest? With the way, when he gave his badge at the beginning of the film, they could shoot that. You can watch his movie from backwards to forwards and still look, be the same film. Right. It ends with him walking away. Take my badge. Yeah. This one it starts with it. Oh, it begins with a murder that never gets resolved, and then the credits. Oh, well, that computer is really fast. Yeah. Blip, 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 blip. Oh, she's got her own. Oh, she's wearing her glasses. What is the computer thing? It'll, by the way, the computer thing will never catch on. I love how the categories are like sexual preference, like teddy bears, baby doll bathtubs, sexual preference, baby doll comma bathtubs. Huh. <laughs> that sounds like an LA four thing. four hours to download this information, so let's, uh, let's hang out for a little bit. That was the first internet porn. Was the databases of cat houses? Oh, speaking of cat house patrons, there is a guy in a tuxedo. Why are they going to a party? What are they trying to find? Are they going to try to stop James Remar? Oh my God! He quits the job, and the movie starts. 
<laughs> wake up, Adam. Wake up. We still got like an hour. <laughs> oh my God! What goes on? Does anything happen? Uh, no. Was well, she not wearing a bra? Hold no, on. she's not. She's she's wearing like a Jennifer Lopez Oscar dress. <laughs> you know they can use those plates out there. You know, as a as a former cater waiter, that must be very frustrating. Oh yeah, there there pl- yeah, yeah, they're everywhere. But they're on display. But they, it's not a very intelligent uh, hotel. They instead of uh, books on their shelves, they put plates. They bought that plates off the All back right. cover of uh, Reader's Digest. You just did. How could I say no? You just did. You say you have to do something upstairs. Yeah, I'm a prostitute. <laughs> You might know my mom. Judy Garland was not a prostitute. Take that back. Oh, paper. Take your time, Bert. Well, every movie has a, a ball that they have to go to, so they have to get dressed up, and they can steal something from the ball. Right, they're just a bunch of thieves, but they get to wear tuxedos. Oh, yeah, Judy. yeah, yeah. Well, there's, um, like in Wonder Woman, when... It's Wonder Woman. She's all these powers. Yet they're like, oh, we have to go to um, this fancy ball where you dress up and confront a woman, you know, <laughs> put on a hot outfit. Oh, what about um, True Lies in the beginning? He like he cat he scuba dives and pulls out a tuxedo just to steal shit. Well, listen, the guy's taking all the time in the world. Why would he? Bert's actually reading the files. They're like the director's Jerry Lynn is like, just just take the files. No, my character would read the files. I'm reading the files. Oh boy. What other movies was Liza in? Like in the eighties during this time? Not much. New York, New York. That's the only thing I can think of. Oh, New York, New York, and then I guess uh, uh Arthur's sequel. Oh yeah, Arthur and Arthur. Yeah. Arthur two, Arthur. Smoking and Bandit Part 2, Arthur on the Rocks. <laughs> uh, Arthur on the Rocks, yes. Because he's an alcoholic. Here's my impression of the remake of Os- uh, Arthur with Russell Brand. Okay, so I'm Russell Brand and I'm playing Arthur. And boy, I really like to drink. Oh, I'm the life of the party. Oh, I gotta tell you. And that just goes on for about 90 minutes. You think like after they did Arthur with Russell Brand, they're like, well, we don't know what to do with British comedians now. Like they'll have a meeting with a really funny British comedian. They're like, well, we've already done Arthur. Right. So well, I don't know what else we can do. Ten. We could do uh, Crocodile Dundee reboot. <laughs> the Australian movie? Yeah. Lenny Henry, he was a famous, he's a still a famous uh, British comedian, and he never really broke through. He did a movie where he kind of I don't think I've even seen it. True Identity? Yeah. Yeah, he dressed up like a white guy. But, like, that movie just came and went. Yeah, the guy who directed it was, like, a really good indie film director. And that was, like, his last film. Oh, wow, that's so weird. I also think, um... Oh, God. Uh... Steve Coogan got kind of squandered in the United States with, like, Hamlet 2 and... Again, the Steve Coogan's a fucking genius, and they're like, "Well, we've already done Arthur. Like, what's next? You yeah. know, what else do we do with him?" He did that drama with uh, Philomena. Philomena. Uh, I don't know. I feel like I've seen it. Uh oh, she's going down, stabbed in the back. 
in Chicago, Chicago style, right by the Chicago River. It's painted hey. green. Oh, see that? That's the uh, other one was. Oh yeah, but see the other one survived. Diane Warwick. She didn't see that coming. <laughs> wow. Her psychic outline didn't let tell her. Her psychic, yeah, she just got a call from her psychic. She's coming <laughs> home, there's a message from the psychic. Do not cross the bridge. Don't take the scenic route. <laughs> I forgot to tell you before. So did he have sex? Because he just walked into Bert in the bathroom and gave him a beer. He's in the bathtub. His hair is not going to get wet throughout this entire movie, even if he's in the bathtub. Well, he could put his head underneath and leave, not get a wet. <laughs> Still get wet. Well, his toupee would drown because he doesn't know how to swim. <laughs> Cop and a half, that was the half. Yeah, right, the kid was just the kid. Cop and a half, if people have never seen Cop and a half, the premise is that a cop has to have a, his partner is a kid. I guess he was a witness of the crime, like, like all like this movie. Yeah, I don't understand what they're doing. All right, so this guy wants to kill her. So what are they, what are they trying to figure out? Yeah, I don't get. I don't know what they're doing. I don't. I don't know what he's pursuing or why. Are they trying to kill the killer themselves, vigilante style, or are they trying to uh, hand them over to the cops, uh, civilian on patrol style? It's like they forgot the MacGuffin. You know. Yeah. It's like. So we're going after something we're not sure what it is and then there's the music she's so charming and she's she squandered on these like leaden uh, co-stars you know I mean she has the chemistry going he doesn't Ooh. wake up <laughs> audience too wake up oh my god yeah what Hello. I hope he's got cash. <laughs> well, I hope he has crabs because he does now. She fell no. in the tub. Yeah, that's fifty dollars when you put a prostitute in your bathtub. That's called a cowboy special. Is that a cowboy special? Yeah, because all cowboys they, they go to a ch- the cat house and they have a tin uh, tub in the middle and they pour hot water in there and I don't know. I wanted to look at your penis, but I didn't want to have sex. My father was attacked by a bathtub, and ever since then, I've never been able to get in one. Why do men take baths? I don't get it. In a bubble bath? What's wrong with you? You, Ernie? Uh, they paid a lot of money for that Snoopy card on the on the mantle. They write that Snoopy there. Oh, uh, look at that. Two people melted each other's hearts. Well, that's really good because she has a heart of gold and all that melting gold is worth a lot of money. You can get cash for gold for <laughs> Do you think he gold takes his heart? Yeah, he takes her heart and he sells it for gold for cash. And he makes a lot of money. What a great scam that is, gold for cash. You send us your gold and then we'll give you money. Yeah, send it to uh, vacant lot seven. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> under, under the freeway. Uh, my name is Peter. I thought it was John. It's Peter. John. John Peters. Seth Peters. The movie producer? Yes. Uh, sure. Sure. <laughs> it's a nice apartment. I know. Uh oh, there's a freeze. Oh, yeah, is that a freeze? 
Yeah, yeah. I thought the, the board. I thought the DVD froze. The DVD protested. There was a couple movies. We, you know, uh, uh, my wife and a bunch of uh, people. We did a bad movie night ourselves. This was about ten years ago, and we watched Phantom of the Paradise, and everyone was like, "Oh, that was terrible. We loved it." And then uh, we watched Geely, and Geely's CD stopped halfway through. It's and which was just as well, and everyone was just stupefied. Not good, right? It's stupefying. Yeah, it's you know it's a misfire. I like the director a lot, and I, I wish him. I would like him to make another movie. It's time to make another movie, but uh, he hasn't made another movie since then. We're impressed. It's one of the worst movies of the of the of the, of the thousands. I have it in my car. I drive it around. Yeah, I gave you a copy and I kept the receipt as a birthday present because the receipt said 50 cents. Oh, yeah. Um. Well, I had purchased that copy, I think. How do you not see this happening? Yeah, I know. He's the only one who acts like you're the villain? You're the only one with a personality in this movie. Yeah, you're, the cop doesn't know. Uh, that's probably why he gave away his badge in the beginning of the movie I'm a lousy cop take my badge <laughs> I have no <laughs> gift of observation and take my heroin kit you have a heroin kit that's illegal that's how bad a cop I am <laughs> <laughs> take my badge and toy snake toy snake <laughs> what about your gun ah man I'm a terrible cop I told you There's a snake in my boot. All right, so things are coming to a boil, right? He's the crooked cops going to force Bert to do something? Oh, now they're friends? I, I don't They're at a bar. He pointed a gun at him, and now they're having coffee. Because <laughs> it was marked. So what's he doing? He, he, he keeps... Is he the guy from One Day at a Time? I think that's Joey LaBenna's cousin. I was supposed to help him become an actor and did not. Oh, thanks. Look, you left him hanging in this shit. Yeah. One day at a time? Yeah. Wait, not... He's not the guy from Heaven's Gate, is he? I don't know. There's an actor who, like, he was from One Day at a Time and he was gonna date Bonnie Franklin, but he disappears. Yeah, yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah. I read a review. He's in, uh... Oh, that great magazine. Cult movie magazine. And they did an interview with him and he talked about... He played a child molester in a TV movie, and that people wouldn't book him. Like it was, people took him for the character. Wow! But he's also in Heaven's Gate. He has a memorable role in there, as the, like the train conductor. This the station manager, the, the train station manager, and cop and a half. What is it? I mean, rent a cop. Look, it's Judd Apatow. What is going on here? He just grabbed this guy's bag. No, she knows him. He's Victor. Horrible. I can see her all broken up about Victor. Wait, he's going to the opera? Is he going to the... What's going on? Why is he just What's going on? How do you come you know the characters' names? She said it like three times. Oh, I thought she was talking to the other Victor. He looks like a doll, this guy. Look at him. Yeah, he's... A lot of makeup. Bert has a lot of makeup. He looks like that G.I. Joe you had up your ass. <laughs> no, Adam, for the record, it was a Barbie doll. G.I. Joe was there. 
but I didn't stick him up to that. I thought no one was in the room, but G.I. Joe was there. Great American hero. His, he watched the whole thing, so I'm trying to apply. Oh, he just said he's testifying. That means he's going to die. They're going to be like, uh, we're going to have you testify in the morning, and then he dies. Oh, right, or of they course. They kill him overnight. Oh, so they he's always a- do that. Every cop thing is like, don't you realize that you shouldn't wait till Even on The Wire, they did that. Oh, so like, well, I'll testify in the morning, and then he gets killed. Moonlighting's always like that. Though. The intro would be like, I'm glad you're testifying. Me too. I'll see you in the morning. <laughs> If I was a sports guy, I'd be like, I can't believe this vintage 1987 Chicago Bears t-shirts, jerseys he's wearing. One of those computer discs. Well, that's the last thing a prostitute needs is a floppy disk. So Bert was on a payphone, and then that's when the guy got stabbed. Oh, yeah. He wouldn't be like this if he had a pager. Oh, man, that makeup guy. He might have been stabbed, too. Oh, yeah. So he doesn't... Why does he not... Why do you think he's not doing it? He's getting his gun ready. But his best friend... He was just talking to... You gotta kill the guy. Uh, Yeah, I got the gun on, dummy. (laughs) But, I mean, he just, his guy he was talking to got stabbed, and then the next scene is them back in the room, and he's putting a gun on. Like, there's no police. It's called banter, Mike. Yeah, but there's no police. Oh, Chicago, that's a lot of coats. Layers. Are they in S&M? The uh, framed pictures are different knots. Uh And there's the calendar. I don't know, but I'm not locking this door. That's all I know. (laughs) Yeah, there's three bolts on the in- interior, but they don't lock the door. <laughs> Bernie Casey. They were in Sharky's uh, machine together. You probably know him from Revenge of the Nerds. The Lambda, Lambda, Lambda chairman who shows up. Finally taking that fur coat off. What? So wait, she's gonna get the guy to admit that he killed it, her friend? Oh, he did it, huh? The black guy? Yeah, Bernie Casey. He's the bad guy. Yeah. It seems like that that would take thought. A good double cross. Well, we have I, we're running out of characters. Oh, and Robbie Benson is corrupt too, right? No, I think they're friends. I will take money that that's not the thing there's the neon sign for the service entrance it's very important to there was, yeah secret entrance yeah <laughs> service entrance we spent three thousand dollars on the neon sign for the service entrance oh my god this movie's killing me oh come on wake up Matt. I do this every week and no, you too god. Carl no wonder Carl how does he hold up no wonder he skipped this week he knew what the movie was he uh, he's very funny because I say like do you like these movies and he says I like, just do it for you Mike so, yeah yeah 
is a good guy. And Carl Help. No, Carl, no. So why are you not recording in the studio? Why? Where are you recording from? Okay, so that's a great question. I'm in the studio with all the fans blazing, in case you guys uh, are not distracted by the buzzing noise. There's also the fans. Uh, someone threw up in the station on Friday, and then it was cleaned up, and then today it was discovered a lot of it was still there, and they cleaned everything up. And uh, for a couple hours, it smelled like bleach to the point where I called Adam to let him know I might be doing this, watching a movie on my phone and sitting on stage in the other room. But I'm in the studio right now. Everything's good. It's a wonderful what place. What made him throw up this film? It was during one of the Did open mics, so I, I think it was probably someone's act. Oh, you know what? Another trope I love in movies now is uh, they give them like an earpiece where they can hear you and you can just talk and, then get, <laughs> and somehow the microphone's so good even though it's in your head, literally in your ear, uh, you can talk and it'll come out through the earpiece. But And they're also in places like this at a, at a rave. With so loud of outside? Yeah. What is love? Okay, I'm in the bar. Anyway... Yeah, and then there's always like, because it used to be you have to talk into your uh, sleeve, and now there's none of that. You just talk regular, and everyone can hear you. That's and how sometimes they can see too. We can see everything too. Ocean's Eleven. Ocean's Eleven. And they talk in the sleeve. Okay, Norman Fell, where are you? I'm uh, right mm-hmm. outside the doorknobs. I'm putting the special paint on it. But if you didn't hear me, I had my hand covering my mouth. Oh, on the side. Yeah. And then uh, a little bell, ringing a bell. He's a little ding, 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 ding. <laughs> <laughs> no, the room fell was in the original Ocean's Eleven. He was one of the Eleven. Yeah, yeah. And his thing was that he put a special dust on the doorknobs of a casino, so when the lights went off, they could see the doorknobs. Ah. Yeah, that's only something they make up. Yeah. <laughs> well, Is that I, a dude? Oh, I guess so. Eliza fan has grabbed her. I love you, Liza. I'm in a movie shoot, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why was he going to have her kill him? Did we miss him? Was that the plan? She was trying to lure him, I guess. She's always in peril, and then at the end, she's used as bait. He's her as bait? I think so. And there's so. no backup? Well, he his, went to the police to get a, a wire, but he didn't go to the police to let them solve the cr- solve the crime. His backup is his toupee. His toupee has a piece as well. His piece has a piece. Backup. Yes, killer now. <laughs> For good things to do. She's dancing with an amateur. I'm Liza Minnelli. I wonder what kind of music. Let's hear. There's lyrics in this. Yeah, pull out a gun. No big deal. Then end the conversation. He's not going to call the cops. Some guy pointed a gun at me at a club. This whole movie is just point a gun. Do you want paper or plastic? Hey. Hey, double plastic. I can't do double plastic. All right, I'll do double plastic. Boy, that guy was crazy. He pointed a gun at me. Anyway. Drives away from the secret entrance. Good thing the radius of that mic is so far, you know. Yeah. 
miles away. So he's he's driving and they're still talking. You can still hear Liza. What are you saying? Hey, lady, what are you are you talking to yourself? No, no, Bert. If you hear me, I'm in a car. That's Sharky's machine. What was the machine that Sharky had? Uh, a machine gun, I think. Really? That was my guess. I haven't seen it. I saw a stick. I saw stick a I like. Or jet. Was it called Heat? I think it was called Heat. Him Heat. and, Burton Reynolds, him and um, Burton Reynolds and Clint Eastwood. Yeah. Oh, there was City, City Heat. Heat. City. City Heat. But I think he did yeah. a movie called Heat as well. Uh, stick. He said Stick Gator. But that's late, earlier. Well, he did Stoker Whoa. Ace and Cannibal Run One, one and whore. Two. It's not a whore anymore. <laughs> yeah, she hasn't worked this entire movie. She's retired. Mm. Wake up, Adam. Wake up. <laughs> what? Are you wearing a wire? She pulls out a copy of Robert uh, Bob Woodward's biography, Wired. Oh, I just talked about that. We did the movie for for one of my earlier episodes was uh, Wired, which is still oh, on, that's on uh, YouTube. Yes, yes. Oh, I totally recommend it. Do you remember there was a mall in New Jersey that was next to a diner? I forget if it was forty six or forty three or twenty three. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, Clifton forty six. They showed Wired if this is the same one in the winter of 89 and then they closed and I still feel like that was the worst movie of the 80s even though it came out like the last month of the decade I mean it was so bad that theater closed after showing it what a weird thing they were yeah they didn't know no I think they made it instead of closing they made it to a triplex oh okay yeah, they were like, well, if no one wants to see one movie in it then everyone's (laughs) going to want to see three movies in it chances are something's going to stick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah they got all their shit films in there uh, I saw um, I went on a date just so we can make out but there's like one other family there so you can really make out yeah and they were sat in the back bummer. it was called uh, I Spit on Your Grave no it was like a bad vampire movie you know it was like direct video I mean when, they have a theater like that out here in LA in uh, Burbank AMC I think so they show all the Bruce Willis movies and all the direct-to-video films that contractually have to be in a theater. Right, because and then if you listen to Film Week on Air Talk, uh, the Pasadena Public Access uh, Public Radio Station Film Review, they're like, it's playing in Burbank. Right, they'll say this is a terrible film. It had potential. It's you know, or it's just like another cop film or another whatever. It's at the Burbank. Yeah, then you know <laughs> it's bad. Right. Yeah. They they actually now review like Netflix movies that that premiere that week. Yeah, yeah, I heard him do one. I saw the Three Stooges live-action remake, reboot there. Oh, in the Burbank Theater? Yeah, yeah. I watched that one. There's no one else in the theater. It wasn't a bad movie. I watched it with my daughter. Yeah, Yeah, Shawnee. And she didn't didn't know the original reference, and a lot of the violence is definitely... But at the end of the movie, there's uh, two actors playing the directors saying that this is just cartoon violence and kids don't recreate it. 
but uh, all right yeah she, she covered her eyes and all the bullets missed her at this car going into the tunnel it's just a car going into the tunnel <laughs> says you <laughs> says me yeah yeah, yeah originally the car was going in and out of the tunnel I'm Sigmund not Freud I just tweeted um, sometimes an eggplant emoji is just an eggplant emoji I saw that I updated really Freud yeah thank you thank you very much I probably referenced it probably fell asleep with the TV set on when I made that joke appreciate it appreciate it oh so that she fell my the- uh, Twitter of course is at proudly resents yeah Go go to proudlyresents.com. Follow Adam's uh, if you like bad movie podcasts. He's a cult movie podcast, okay? He's, he has shows respect. <laughs> it depends if I'm trying to book someone or not. If you do like if the we're movie. reviewing Gotti, it's a bad movie podcast. If I'm interviewing Bobcat Goldthwait, it's a cult movie podcast. <laughs> Would you interview uh, Kevin Connolly, the director of Gotti? Uh, who played E and Entourage? Yeah, that'd be amazing. He was that a- guy. I feel like he got away scot free. Like. No one's slagging that guy. They're all slagging Travolta. Oh yeah. Well, because isn't you know, he? He was the last director yeah. on that film, wasn't the story? Like there was a multiple directors on that shoot. Oh, I don't know. I think he was like. There's other stories it. that they were. There's well, first of all, there's a hundred EPs on that film. We should. I let's take a step back. Adam's latest podcast is uh, about the movie Gotti, which is definitely considered the worst movie of the year. Yeah, I mean, I compared it to Wired. I mean, you just said Wired was worse than the 80s. Yeah. Yeah, Wired is like, they both just make no sense, and they're just kind of exploiting the subject, you know. Well, I, I gotta uh, see it. Gotti, they, it, was, it was like a pro-mafia movie, too. It was obviously made by friends of the family. Huh. Uh, yeah, I mean, it, that's what makes the movie even worse, because you never... <laughs> The cops are all the bad guys, and you don't know if he did anything wrong. You, you kill people. You knew it was uh, produced by the mob when the writing credit was Michael from The Sopranos. <laughs> finally, it was like he made that. They made his movie. Yeah, they made his movie. They called it Gotti. So, if you want to hear more about Gotti, Adam sat down with Adam Felber and Susie Felber, who both are terrific. And to discuss it, and that's one of the things you'll hear on Proudly Resents. So I definitely recommend, if you're listening to my podcast, Jesus Christ, listen to Proudly Resents as well. God, for the love of God. Love of God. And there's there's a, years and years of really good stuff. Uh, and you even interviewed uh, Lloyd Kaufman from Troma. So there's a lot of great stuff out there. And you're on a lot of funny ones. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Well, one of the inspirations for doing this was that we were able to do movies that were on YouTube. Uh-huh. So it was, uh, you know, when Whoopi Goldberg's T-Rex showed up on YouTube, it was a big deal. Because it, it was kind of, it wasn't hard to find, but no one really wanted to watch it. It's Yeah, some of those films are hard to find, and it's amazing they're on YouTube. It's amazing they wouldn't just be on a, well, on a streaming service, but I say that, but you go to Amazon, I mean, yeah. you pay all this money for Amazon, and then there's all this, like, crap, like, public access TV shit, you know, like, Actors like I'm going to make a web show and somehow it ends up on Amazon. Or this show premiered on an English-speaking country. Guess which country? You know, <laughs> is it Canada? No, maybe it's not Canada. What other English-speaking countries are there? I'm out of luck. England? Well, they have a show called The Dog, and it's from like Czechoslovakia or something. Uh huh. And it it's cop, not a cop. It's a cop and a dog. Czechoslovakia <laughs> and Tuner, Tuner and Hooch. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. And the cop is like a total tough guy, 
MMA fighter looking dude Chuck Liddell <laughs> type dude so instead of K9 it's Chick 9 yeah well I gotta check go to a strip club it's awkward you had suggested a food fight which you saw on Amazon uh, Prime and we did it because it's on YouTube and it is one of the most anti-Semitic pieces of shit I've ever seen oh it is at the end uh uh, it winds up the hero is Jewish because they break a bottle of milk at the wedding and then the pigs dance to Hava Nagila for the I whole song. I can't hear you over all the shooting. Oh, uh, the pigs <laughs> dance to Hava Nagila at the end credits. And for the whole song are pigs dancing to a Jewish song. Oh, Fuck them. Yeah. Strangely not the most offensive thing. No, point. that movie, no. I think the Nazis in that movie were probably the most. Anyway, uh, we're watching an 80s bad guy. You can tell because he has a helmet over his head while he's shooting everybody in the room. Remember it's, you can just shoot people without a helmet, but then all of a sudden, you know, this, politically correct. Yeah, you had to put a helmet. Actually, this is Daft Punk's final concert. <laughs> <laughs> Where they snap. Yeah, he's, he's in the helmet and he's not in the helmet. They just, you said the helmet comment, then he didn't have it. He's helmet, not a helmet. Alright, so now he's definitely helmet. He has helmet on there. He couldn't breathe for the last scene, so he took it off. Oh, yeah, is that why? Yeah, it's really stuffy in there. Take a look, I'm not on my bicycle. Yeah. I bet he wears his sunglasses after dark, too. What kind of prick wears a helmet inside? Oh, Robbie Benson gets it. Ah. <sighs> I'll never act again. <laughs> Sad, true. Wait, they took the helmet off? They could kick the gun away. That's what they do now. What? Did they hit Robbie Benton? Yeah, I, he might survive. He, all these bullets kill people immediately except for the uh, char- supporting characters. No, they would kill him. All right, pull the helmet he, off. Well, he's got to announce that he just had a kid or something or he got a promotion. It's Burt Reynolds himself. What? I'm Wait. the enemy? Oh. Ooh, he shot oh, Bert. Shit. He shot him in the face, but it hit his shoulder. The guy could take a hit, but he can't shoot. His aim is shit. Yeah, that was the helmet. Who's going to save the day? She is, right? Yeah, the gun got Come passed on, over. Uh, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's nice murky. Through the glass. Funny. Yeah, they got to... Oh, there's a glass door, but no glass? Yeah, you punch him towards the glass door. Just get it over with already. He's gonna, maybe he'll say something yeah, witty. Take your time. <laughs> I, oh, I thought of it. I thought of it. When is a door not a door? When I push what? your face through the glass window. Psh! All right, that's not good. Let me, hang on. What? What's he doing? He's putting a that grenade is- in his pants? Put a bomb in his helmet. <laughs> and then she shoots. You're right. There he goes through the glass window, fades of the door. And Liza was the one who shot him. What happens? What happens? This is actually kind of cool. <laughs> oh, this fire That's inside awesome. the helmet. His helmet blew up. It's like a ten-year-old. Like then we're gonna put a, a grenade <laughs> in his helmet, and then the helmet's gonna explode, and he's gonna go through a glass door, and he's gonna fall down. If we're gonna get Burt Reynolds, and we're gonna get Liza Minnelli. Uh, <laughs> and the people are going to crawl out of nowhere that you didn't know were in the scene. Yeah. Like that guy, the black cop. And the stuntsman, uh, the head stuntsman. He ain't got no head, was his line. 
Do you think he was at home with his wife practicing lines going, do you believe this shit? <laughs> Can you believe this shit? I gotta go to uh, I gotta go to Italy. Oh, see, he's okay. Everyone else in this movie gets one bullet and they're blown out, but the character just gets shot and he's like, "I'm gonna make it." Wow, that's because he's a white character. You know what? It's not an ambulance. It's a mortuary. Uh, it's a hearse. <laughs> see, it ends with a blanket around the ambulance and. Oh, and I was going to say, it's, it's, the movie starts at nighttime, but they always do that at night, at daytime. Because they had like a, a voyage through the night. And then it they, takes they, so long. They, they but it's like, the or the daytime, then it's night. It's like it took so long for them. Yeah. But what were they doing between 4 a.m. and 7 a.m. when the sun rose? <laughs> uh, they were waiting for script revisions. I will fix it. So, jump. How high? Uh oh. What was that doing? My Dudley Moore laugh. And the credits roll up, so it's Bert Liza. Cast will like to apologize. <laughs> Please do not speak to the following people if you see them in public. <laughs> Ned Schmanky. Ned Schmanky. Nikki Mickey Cox. Della's John number one. Cup oh, number who two. said them fighting is cute? <laughs> Well, that's it, ladies and gentlemen. We have just watched Rent a Cop. By the way, if you ever do need a cop, you can rent a cop. Uh, I think the Cornell IMDb, a company named themselves Rent a Cop after this film. So, how oh, about wow. that? That's what, really amazing. Yeah, well, you know, branding. Like, when does the movie start? Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, out of my. Well, oh. Uh, what'd you think of Rent a Cop? Uh, can you turn on the volume? Sure. <laughs> oh, All right, the volume's down. Oh, this part. My my thing. Uh, I thought it was um, boring and not not bad. Good, but I think if you like, well, everyone's seen it, so they, right. But I don't know. I don't. It, it was dumb. It was yeah. a dumb movie. Yeah. It was not good. It was a waste, Eliza. It was a waste, Eliza. It was a waste of Bert's hairpiece. Well, if uh, you, after that, his hairpiece had a lot more standards. Yeah, and I get it. This movie was so phoned in; his hairpiece had a stand, uh, double the whole time. <laughs> it wasn't even the visual. That's where they shot the last part of the end. The long distance rates were lower. If you have an opinion about Rent a Cop, go ahead and tell somebody on the bus. So our next movie, uh, Adam, we're going to be. Uh, uh, I'm so glad you uh, came in and co-host the show. I'm, I want everyone to listen to your podcast, Proudly Resents, uh, and keep an eye on productions in Los Angeles because my brother has been producing some very funny comedy shows out there. Uh, so just Google his name. Next week, uh, we want you to keep listening. We we drop this every Sunday, and we'll be back live to record our episode on Sunday. And I would like to play the trailer uh, to the movie that we're going to have next week. Uh, to sign us off and we played this trailer last week uh, Carl has researched this movie and Carl will be back next week of course let's watch listen to an encore presentation of the trailer for Chud 2 Bud the Chud Adam thank you so much for being on the show 
Oh man, I think the first time in history someone said you got Chud too. Uh, I would have seen that. Oh yeah, oh you're just getting, you're jealous, huh? You could have done yeah. Chud too. Well, I wanted you to this, do. By Chud. the way, the original title was Chud Three. You didn't know that. Oh yeah, right. Um, it was Chud Part Two, Three. Oh, I see. Uh, right, but but all right, I'm done. Uh, thank you very much, Mike, for having me on your show. I love your show, and you have great um, movies on your website, and. YouTube is about to start the next Burton Reynolds Teresa Russell movie called Physical Evidence. Oh, run away, uh, run away. <laughs> don't do not do it. <laughs> Let's watch a full-length movie oh, on no. youtube.blogspot.com. Hey, can I just say, go to com slash and that'll take you to your show. Okay. So I just made it. Perfect. Yeah, uh, yeah, I always appreciate it. All right, Adam, thanks so much. Well, uh, audience, thank you so much. We're going to get out of here with... plug your book? I do have a joke book, uh, and it's on Scribd. And I will have information on Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot, which is the thing I'd like to promote on here. All right. I'll have Very a link good. on there. All right, I'll talk to you later. Talk to you later, Adam. Okay, audience, thank you so much. Here's Bud the Chud. Here's Chud 2, Bud the Chud, on Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. Eat him up! Eat him up! Eat him up! It started in the beginning. Okay, let's do it again. Eat him up! Eat him up! Zero. Okay, guys. It cuts right to 30. Uh, okay, here we go. Bye. Eat him up! Eat him up! These are shot. Cannibalistic humanoid underground dwellers. Prepare for horror, laughs, and thrills in this outrageous sequel to the home video hit Chud. Chud 2. Under Chud 2. Starring Brian Robbins from Head of the Class. Garrett Graham of Police Academy 6. Robert Vaughn. Bianca Jagger. Larry Linville of MASH, and many other popular stars. A dead body is nothing to be afraid of. He's suave. Are you heterosexual? <laughs> He's charming. <laughs> He's different. Well, he eats people. I guess that could be interpreted as personality quirk. He's Bud the Chud, a half-dead decomposing humanoid, the result of a military experiment gone haywire. Colonel Masters. There was a reason that these creatures were kept underground. For instance, the little matter of the drug's cannibalistic side effects. Now he's loose on the town, spreading the horrifying Chud disease everywhere. <laughs> what in the wide world of sports is going on in here? What are these talking about, some animated corpse? You got it? Everything it infects mutates. The army, the police, and the FBI can't seem to stop this ravenous plague. But a group of clever kids might just chill the Chuds. Unreal. Chud 2. This Chuds for you.
driven through a sea of podcasts. Are ye on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of Mutiny Radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> Hey everybody, listen to the Weekly Review with Roman every Friday from noon to 2pm. This is an unapologetically anti-capitalist program. We interview community organizers, activists, and artists. We talk about ways you can take action right now. So listen in to the Weekly Review every Friday from noon to 2pm. swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. I mean, if anyone who knows anything about comedy knows that Pamtastic's books the best of San Francisco and Beyond's underground comics. It's a great showcase, and they have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission District, where you can laugh off your tushy for a mere $5 every Friday to 10 p.m. And I laugh because $5, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with. So to laugh it off for a mere $5 is indubitious. But if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, well, don't even worry. Don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show and giggle in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer home on the mountain ridge with the kayak chilling. So then all you got to do is just go to podcastics.pcrcollective.org slash comedy clubhouse, or you can listen live every Friday from 8 to 10 p.m. as your host Pam Benjamin brings you the best comedy from San Francisco and beyond the universe. And what's better than the universe? <laughs> it's a cash cock, honey. <laughs> Well, 
here's a password that gets you up to the front in all the right places. It's cannabis energy. It seems the faster you go, the more cannabis energy you need. So if you want to win, you have to have lots of cannabis energy. And the swellest way I know to get it is just by using Green Army Skincare. Boy, they're just crammed full of cannabis energy. They're more cannabis energy units in one lip balm tube than you use circling the base 10 times or when you ride your bike four miles across the city. And it's fast acting. Why, no sooner that you apply some balm to your mouth or pain areas, you practically feel the new strength in your muscles. And what's more, Green Army Skincare is a good, wholesome product. They're made with body nourishing cannabis and other natural ingredients. So go out there today and pick up some Green Army Skincare products from your local cannabis procurement center. Join the Green Army.com. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to invite you down to Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District in San Francisco at 806 South Van Ness. Uh, we've got great food by our kitchen counter offer, burgers, tater tots, tachos, corn dogs, all sorts of good stuff like that. They're open from opening until 11 p.m. most days of the week, except Saturday. Uh, every Saturday night, we've got live rock and roll, some of the best local bands in San Francisco, and touring acts as well. Come on down, 10 p.m., rock and roll, only night of the week. We have a $5 cover charge, always 5 bucks for live rock and roll. We're open from 4 p.m. until 2 a.m., Monday through Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, 2 to 2. Come on down, have some drinks with us. We've got Whiskey Wednesday, Tequila Tuesday, and we've always got the Steve McQueen special. Shot a bullet bourbon and a can of California lager for 8 bucks. Come down and enjoy our patio. It's open ah, in the afternoon, not really in the evening. But a lot of good folks hanging out back there. Come on down, give us a shout. Drop by the bar, make some friends. Thanks, folks. Bender's Bar and Grill in the heart of the Mission District, San Francisco, California. With a happy hour every Monday through Friday until 7 p.m. Don't miss it. Go to Bender's Bar. Big supporter of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2018. San Francisco's premier cannabis dispensary with a focus on serving and educating patients for seven years. Spark is dedicated to creating the best in-store experience with its extensive menu, friendly staff, and one of the few cannabis vape lounges in San Francisco. Spark welcomes you to visit its two great locations as a medical patient or for recreational adult use in 2018. Spark is located at 1256 Mission Street between 8th and 9th and at 473 Haight Street at Fillmore. Both locations are open until 10 p.m. every night. Spark staff looks forward to serving you. Rainbow Grocery, a worker-owned and operated food cooperative located at 1745 Folsom Street in the Mission District of San Francisco. Let's hear what locals have to say about Rainbow Grocery. Their bulk section is dope AF. I love their 
the variety of cheese and home decor items uh, and this of unique items that you can't find anywhere else. Their cheese section is insane. I love Rainbow Grocery because it's the number one grocery store to shop at when you're having a potluck and you need to fulfill everyone's dietary needs. They don't have meat. Rainbow Grocery Cooperative, an amazing San Francisco staple since 1975. For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. Read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com Timstesseract.com It's not as easy as we make it look, but that's because Mutiny Radio has eight hours a week of open mic stage time for all your comedy workout needs. Strain those improv muscles every Sunday from four to six at Getting Sketchy with David Stolowitz. Press out those new jokes every Monday, six to eight on Joke Workshop with four-minute sets and four-minute critiques from everyone. Get positive by host Pam Benjamin. Pump those dick jokes every Thursday, 7 to 9, with True Hustle Thursdays. Hashtag THC. That's hashtag THC. You want more open mics? Fridays, 6 to 8. Happy hour with guest host and George D. Smith. Pew, pew, pew! Four open mics every week at Mutiny Radio, brother! Francisco's favorite nonprofit art house cinema, bringing you the best, coolest, weirdest, most thought-provoking movies of the past, present, and future. Hands down, there is no better way to get your Reddit shot. 
Sailing on a lark and peeing in the park. You should follow me on Twitter. It's jokes to Carl. That's the duh of Francais, not the duh of Dumbass. Never mind that. Don't follow me now. Follow me later. I mean, for right now. Ah, uh, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with my watch a full-length movie so uh tip tip to the okay. giant button enough of that guy yeah yeah hi carl that hi <clears throat> time for you to do your spiel you always do in the beginning let's spiel it up well, let's just keep it simple uh we are lwaflmoyt i'm michael spielman i'm here with schmarl and uh paul spielberg uh bach is also here on the mic one it's it's, it's a special it's a special to be here uh, let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and Carl. We are going to watch with you a full-length movie on YouTube. Listen to the podcast and watch YouTube at the same time. Follow us. You can go to iTunes to get our feed at L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. We're also on Twitter with that acronym as well as YouTube. We're on Facebook as Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. And we have a blog spot, Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube.blogspot.com, which has an essay, uh, the podcast, and the movie all in one little bite, and you could watch it like there. Uh, so, Carl, how are you, man? All right, doing great. Good to speak with you, as usual. Is it really cold out there on the East Coast? Yes, yes. It's in the 30s. We're buried in the snow. But, uh, you know, the weather has no choice. Eventually, it will be spring. Right. Okay, I guess so. We're, we're here in California broadcasting. Kavol, how about you? It was, it was kind of chilly. You had to wear a long sleeve shirt today? Yeah, no, it's definitely chilly, but there's patches of sunshine everywhere across the bay. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, there's patches of sunshine. What's the forecast, the five-day forecast for the Bay Area? Uh, I'm partially hard. All right, well, that wraps up five days. <laughs> we're going to watch a movie today. Carl, what's the movie? Uh, today, well, I want to tell you it's called Bailout because that was on the cover of the VHS in this direct-to-video feature. But it's also called WB Blue and the Bean. It's a David Hasselhoff movie, and Linda Blair appears. Appears? She's not in the entire well, movie? Well, she's a co-star. Okay. <laughs> but when Hasselhoff is in front of the camera... All eyes on him. All right, so let's go to YouTube, and we're going to go look for Bailout. It's two words, and this movie came out in 1989, so we always recommend when you look for a movie on YouTube to type the title and then the year it came out, and it'll know what exactly what you're looking for. And uh, who's hosting this? What channel should we go to? What's, what okay, link should so we go watch? The link that you sent me initially is fine, but the credits get cut off. Oh, no, we so can't I have that. I found another one, but it's a little hard to get to. So okay. put in... Bail out, all one word, B-A-I-L-O-U-T, space 1989. And then you have to go down like five or so. All right, I see Spied Fans version. I see the film archives have politics destroyed. This is a Russian version. It's P-O-M-A-H-C backwards and pi symbol lowercase b. Okay, I do see this. Holy shit. <laughs> okay, so 